the college football experience week one, Wednesday and Thursday night DFS show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. Got to do that. Also, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 NFL Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. This is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week one DFS show for Wednesday and Thursday night. We will have an episode two for Friday and Saturday and, and perhaps Sunday. Even I don't know. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Get up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's going on, man? How are we doing today? Well, I mean, well, I don't get a break, man. We're 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 the season. We had we had that little appetizer seven game Saturday. Now we're gonna just rev things up with UAB Jacksonville State on Wednesday and then Thursday. It's been a little tough Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday with no football. It's like, uh, what, you know, what am I supposed to do with myself in the in the evening? Come on now. I 100% agree. I like tweeted this out. I feel like a drug addict because it's like after they give you Saturday, after they give you Saturday, you're like, oh my god, this is it's here, and then like. Sunday, you're like, okay, I, I watched some of the games that, you know, I, I was able to watch all seven on Saturday, but I wanted to watch more closely. A couple of those games Throw those through those on the TV on Sunday. And then Monday, I'm like, what the fuck, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, you know, pacing in the studio, like, Hey guys, let's do something. Is there football? on? let's figure this out. 
Well, but, I think you were just about to allude to it. The, the the beautiful thing is that now we have college football for the next what five, six, six straight days, right? Wait, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Beautiful. I can count. Um, that that's amazing. Fuck yeah, man. Let's get into this now. DFS. We, how'd your DFS do last week? Uh, did pretty shitty, especially the night slate. Cause I took a mm. flyer on Jonah Johnson <laughs> for New Mexico state who actually threw two touchdowns. Yeah. One of them. Okay. One of them. I, I, I think they got right. Considering their camera angle did not, but I mean, in, in the field of play, it looked like a touchdown. Uh, the refs ruled it incomplete. And then th- their camera wasn't good enough to show if he had it, his back foot on the line or not. So I'm okay with that. Not being a touchdown. The other one was like an 80 yard touchdown where they set an, uh, uh, a legal off a legal man downfield. That uh, was, that was a crock of shit. That was a yeah. complete crock of shit. That was a Could've made a difference. Huh? I mean, it would have helped a little bit, but they still benched him in the, in the, you know, in the second half. So, well, we talked about that, the possibility that he could get pulled in that game, but when you, I guess ultimately that's what happened. Right? Did you finish first? Uh, the night slave you're talking about just like our, our internal listener yeah. league or whatever. Uh, I finished second. Mm. So really Starkle saved me. I think Starkle put up about 40 points. Well, I thought you were going to finish first just on ga- having Gavin Hardison because I mean, this is a guy that, that was awful last season for the, from a completion percentage standpoint, he lit up new Mexico state. Well, he didn't do much in the second half. You know, he was looking really good, but then I think he ended with maybe, I don't know, 15, 18 points, solid day. You know, that's kind of what I was expecting from him. But I think if New Mexico state would have scored a bit more, you know, UTEP would have been forced to, to yeah. continue passing yeah. the ball. He could have had a better day. By then the the early slate I finished third in our our, our small one. Uh, really, the DTR screwed me because UCLA just didn't need to pass the ball. I told and, and I, we I knew I, that was a, yeah yeah I I was weary of that uh, in the morning slate. What I had Martinez and then I had who was my other QB? Martinez did us did us all right. You had Cordero. Oh yeah, he didn't do very good. I was worried that UCLA defense might be too much to handle. So really, the plays were Martinez and Hainer. Hayner um, didn't even play the whole game too, though, <laughs> <laughs> and he still killed it. <laughs> I think our boy uh, Alan Cooley won. He he won the night slate and finished second in the day slate. And uh, the other guy, I think his name's Cody. I think he won the day slate. He crushed it. He had Chardonnay, oh. which you know, uh, dude. I, mean, I almost played him. It was Britton Brown or Chardonnay, Chardonnay, and I was gonna I was gonna be like, hey. I mean, my, my thought process was like, I guess I'll go Britton Brown, but I can see Charbonnet tearing it up. But I, I, in I, hindsight, in hindsight, we should have done what we did with San Jose state and rostered both yeah. UCLA running backs. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. All right. Let's get to this thing. Wednesday night. This one is a compelling matchup. Go listen to my game preview. If you haven't already, uh, because this one, I, I really do think is a compelling matchup. Jacksonville state is much better than uh, what people that don't know the FCS realize this is a team that is very good. Um, they made the FCS playoffs and they probably would have, they only lost by, I think six to Delaware with a third string quarterback. So they're, they're a solid team man, and they have a Clemson transfer as a starting quarterback. And I'll, I'll touch on him in a little bit here. Uh, but another thing is bill Clark used to coach at Jacksonville state. That's his alma mater. Actually. Uh, he actually went there for one year 
and then left for UAB. And apparently the, the school was very salty about that, but they retained his offensive coordinator who's been coaching with Clark since the eighties. So a lot of, uh, a, a lot, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, storylines in this one, I should say. Also, they're both Alabama schools right down the road from one another. So uh, this one's a neutral site game in Montgomery. UAB is uh, going to be on the road for the opening month of the season because their stadium is still the final touches on the stadium. It's getting built. Um, so here we are DFS slate, the lone Wednesday night game. I love it. Nick. Well, I know. First off, I know you're taking um, Jacksonville state to cover. Yes. And I, I, I hear you. I mean, they're a really good FCS program, very quality team. I'm actually going to lay the points with UAB just because I, I am a fan of what UAB is bringing back this year. I think they could have a, a really good season on the FBS level. And therefore you're going to see my lineup has, you know, mostly UAB guys. Yours might be a little bit more of an even split. Yeah. Uh, no, it's more UAB driven. I mean, I think UAB is going to, another thing is I like is I don't like him to run it up against. He, he, he's already admitted that, uh, you know, he loves that school and he, I understand they're salty at me and, and, you know, he apologized, you know, he's had publicly. So I think if he goes up 21 points, they might put the, f- take the foot off the gas. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I do think that Jacksonville state will have enough offense to, to stay in this one. Um, Let's get to it. This is a one game slate. So who is your uh, what captain? Is it? Yeah. Captain uh, in the showdown. So I'm going to roll the dice a little bit and go with a running back on UAB named Jermaine Brown jr. Wow. I'm going to say, I'm going to save a lot of money. He's not the main running back Dwayne McBride. So um, Jermaine Brown jr. Uh, and you know what? I checked in with friend of the program. Welcome to UAB on this. Apparently this kid has had a very good off season and he's being listed as what they call a receiver back. Yeah. And he's, he's listed as the co-starter on the death chart. So he, he's probably going to get maybe 30, 35% of the carries, but he's also going to line up in the slot position. So I'm hoping maybe he catches four or five balls too. Uh, it's a, it's a gamble. Cause he is, uh, you know, he's what 5,400. And then obviously if you put him in the captain spot is it's, it's, it's a uh, one and a half time. So it's only 8,100. So I'm going to say, I'm going to save on captain so I can spend up elsewhere. Give me Jermaine Brown jr. Well, he made my team. He just was not my captain. Okay. Um, my captain was Dwayne McBride. And if you had a chance yeah. to watch UAB last year, which I know you did, but for the audience out there, this kid was the real deal as a freshman. Uh, this guy was averaging 9.3 yards a rush, 47 rushes, 439 yards, 9.3 yards a rush, four touchdowns. He is a true home run threat. And I just wonder Jacksonville state over the course of a whole game. I think UAB is going to have opportunities to break one. And I like the chances of Dwayne McBride uh, getting that opportunity to, to break one. So no, I mean, he's a beast, especially, you know, uh, Spencer Brown is a goner. So Dwayne McBride is the RB one. He's probably going to be the most commonly picked captain. Uh, I, I would assume so. Uh, and he is on my roster as well. Definitely. I think you have to roster Dude, him. Th- their um, running back room is better than a lot of power fives running back. Like they have this, oh, Miss- yeah. the Mississippi state transfer. They have Dwayne McBride. They have Jermaine Brown, Lucia Stanley. I was impressed with when he played, they are loaded at the running back position. Right, right. Uh, they're nasty. Yeah. So I see what you did there. I agree. I thought I, I had that at first. And I was like, you know what? Let me shake this up some, make my lineup, you know, kind of differentiate it from others. 
But um, all right, so we had, so we both had the, the same guys, the same two running backs. Uh, I'll jump in and say I'll take the quarterback for UAB. Also, I'll take uh, uh, Tyler Johnston the third. Uh, I think he's yeah, he's not a, a great you know passer. He's not going to be playing on Sundays or anything, but he is a very good college quarterback, and I think he'll be able to do some damage against that FCS defense. Well, I'll say this: he can. <laughs> he's one that frustrates me. I think he's the guy holding UAB back personally, but. Yeah. I also think he's a winner. You saw it when they had Lucero. <laughs> when when they had Lucero come in, I think the first game, like he lit it up, and then after that, he struggled. Right? And Lucero definitely throws a better ball from a mechanical standpoint, from a uh, from from just just being able to throw the ball farther, stronger arm. You know, like he looks like your more proto- proto- prototypical quarterback these days. Where Tyler Johnson's kind of this. Tyler Johnson reminds me of like a Kansas State quarterback. Yeah, yeah, like Colin Klein or something. You know what I mean? Or, or uh, uh, just gonna grit it out. He'll get you some yards on the run. You know, he's just kind of a gritty quarterback. Makes it happen, and and he's a winner. And that, so as much as I talk shit about him sometimes, when I'm like, oh my god, please stretch the field, stretch the field. Uh, Let's it, just say he's not gonna throw for three hundred, right? Yeah, he's not gonna <laughs> throw for three hundred. But I'll tell you this, man, he'll get you some yards on the ground sometimes. Like, exactly. he, you know, he he can do some. Kind of a gritty little quarterback. I didn't play him because I also thought, you know, Lucero got a lot of reps last year. I know that they have three quarterbacks that, that have started games. So I thought maybe, you know, if he struggles a possession or two, do they do they go for Lucero? Do they go for uh I forget the third quarterback's name off the top of my head right now. He was injured, he was out for the year last year, but um all three have had starts before. It, it, so th- they're definitely talented in the quarterback room. Um, but couldn't you make the same argument though about the Jacksonville State quarterbacks? Uh, certainly, but I think one. Uh, I was just doing a little study. Now I will say this: Yeah, you can make the same argument because, I, and that's who I'm playing. I'm playing Zarek Cooper. Zarek Cooper was at Clemson, and you know it's interesting because I think if he would have stayed, at, I, I'm surprised he went to Jacksonville State. I'll put it like that. Uh, I saw that uh, NFL scouts are going to be coming to check him out. I, I was just reading something about. Uh, on Twitter about, I, I did a search for him and uh, that they think he'll get drafted this year. Now the question is, is this guy was out for the year. He played in the fall when they played Florida state. He, and this is a nine at 9,400. They, they have Zion Webb also who played great as a backup last year. And he's at 11.2 K he's the higher price quarterback. Yeah. And I found that interesting because from what I can tell, I think Zarek Cooper is going to be the guy, I guess the question is how, how uh, healthy is he? Essentially. And I'll tell you that I have not been able to find a depth chart, so it should be released soon. W- with the FCS schools, it's not as easy to find information, and ultimately, that's why I did not roster a Jacksonville State quarterback. But you know, leading up to kickoff, maybe pay attention to that and and see if they name a starter. I can tell you that Zarek Cooper, uh, as much as Zion Webb is is a decent quarterback. Zarek Cooper is a guy. He went 22 of 30, 232 yards uh, against Florida State last year. I mean, this guy really passed the eye test when you when you watch that. And, and he was at Clemson. There's a reason why he was at Clemson. This guy, uh, even if you study the film, he's a stud. He's a stud, and he also runs the ball. He had a rushing touchdown in that Florida State game. Now the question is: Is this guy did have a serious injury last year? He was out for a while. That's probably why they're not, or they're actually probably using it to their advantage because Zion Webb is a little bit different of a quarterback. I would say. I think Zarek Cooper's a much, much, much better passer, but Zion Webb is still very efficient. I think Webb might even be the better runner, 
but um, so the coaches are playing a little bit of a game, not naming a starter. So UAB has to prepare for both. I think so. Yeah, I think that would be the angle, or or potentially, I guess Cooper's health. But but from what I understand, he's going to play. From from the 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 work I've done, saying like he's he's available, ready to go, and they're expecting him to be there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Zara Cooper uh, at 9400. Something to monitor right before kickoff. You could always switch if you uh you know if you play this roster and then all of a sudden you find out, then you quickly go over there and switch. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the really, the great thing there is if you do have Tyler uh, Johnston in your lineup, he's more expensive than both of the Jacksonville state quarterbacks. So if you do hear of a starter, you can easily make a switch. If you prefer the game caught quarterback over the blazer guy. Um, all right, moving along down the line, uh, I'll go if that works for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I rostered this guy, the receiver for UAB a couple times last year when he was dirt cheap because he was the third receiver. That is Trey Shropshire. Yeah. And now, yep. Is he on your team too? He's on my team. We're probably going to have <laughs> the same teams, dude. <laughs> just, just different captains. Yeah. Uh, no, actually with, with my cheaper captain, I, I might have a little bit more money than you. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically with Austin Watkins and Myron Mitchell departing shop Shropshire should be the number one receiver for UAB. I liked what I saw last year when he was playing, you know, the third receiver. So uh, yep. I got him. It sounds like you do too, huh? Yeah, and, and they have a uh, Penn State transfer coming in that could, you know, maybe maybe end up being the number one. But I think Shropshire has an advantage by being there last year. So yeah, I, I took him at, at nine thousand dollars. So uh, that was my play there. Um, yeah, so I think we're gonna have a lot of a lot of the same players. But uh, bef- well, I'm curious if you're gonna have the same guy that I do on Jacksonville State. Probably, and I'll tell you right after this. But first, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, MLB, NHL, golf, and more. Look, Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. This is a great offer. Risk free $500 sports bet. Download, bet, win. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to start winning today. All right. Well, Yes, I did take one other player from Jacksonville State, and it wasn't Josh Samuel because I like the UAB run defense. Yeah, it was. I went to the, I went to Dave Russell the third at wide receiver. Okay. Trey Barry, their leading receiver a season ago, tight end. He's at Boston College now. So I went with Dave Russell the third. Uh, he was their second leading receiver. He was their top wide receiver a year ago. So he's back. He's a year older. Give me uh Dave Russell the third. Who who'd you score? Well, you know, game script wise, if they're they are a what a fifteen point dog, they might need to pass more. So that's that's not a bad choice. I did go with the running back for Jacksonville State, but not Josh Samuel. I went with Uriah West. Um he actually received more carries than Samuel in the spring, even though Samuel averaged more per rush. But the other thing I like about West was that he caught ten balls for a hundred yards in the spring. So he's a little bit of a dual threat guy, more of the uh, the pass catcher compared to uh, Josh Samuel. So I rolled the dice with the one Gamecock running back in this fella Uriah West for seven point two k. 
There you go. See, I just think UAB's run defense is is really good, and they add that LSU transfer. Um, but we'll see. I think there'll be opportunity. To try to spread them out. Maybe you get some some looks, uh, some catches as well. So he had ten catches a season ago. Uriah West. So I, I like that angle. Um, this is the one that I, I think is the top. I, this, I, by the way, this is my last play for UAB. Or for we're the, gonna for, same, for this we're game. Gonna, we're gonna have we're gonna have the uh, same guy here for thirty two hundred. Hayden yes, Pittman. Sir. This guy's tight a stud. End. They have two good tight ends, man. I almost played both. Um, but Hayden Pittman is a guy that I love to play last year. He's a value guy, and especially if Tyler Johnson's the quarterback, I like Tyler Johnson. Like I said, he doesn't stretch the field vertically to the wideouts as, nearly as much as Lucero. His favorite guy is Hayden Pittman. So they go play that, you know, they have these great running backs. They're going to go play action a lot. And Pittman will be available. Uh, I think he's actually, uh, if you're turning in a lineup and you don't have him on their, your team, especially at 3,200, you're making a mistake. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you always have a roster of one cheap guy. And if he's your cheap guy, I think you're doing pretty good. Cause he was what third on, in, in the team in, in receptions last year, I already mentioned the two receivers departing. So, you know, he's got that relationship with uh, Tyler Johnston, he should be in store for a decent game. Hopefully a touchdown. So we basically have the same teams. What's the difference? We well, have a running well, back and a wide receiver differ on quarterback too. Cause I, I have UABs, you have the Gamecock guy. And then uh, yeah, I have the running back for um, yeah. For uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville state. state. Yeah. What well, you have the receiver. So similar, but look, I mean, it's a showdown lineup. Uh, there's going to be a lot of similar it's a showdown lineup. All right. It's going to be a showdown. All right. Uh, look, I want to tell you guys before we get to Thursday night slate, which is awesome. Thursday night is like the real, the real, just great night of oh, yeah. football. Oh I, yeah. I think Thursday might even be better than Saturday for me. Um, look, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new propswap.com, which is packed with fresh features like uh, filtering tickets based on value to find, you know, the best odds available, essentially browse the activity feed to stay in the know, a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much, much more. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. with props up. Your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve when making your bets. Also remember to go for two. Get two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one, you know, for profit and then keep one to, you know, keep keep some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping uh, for tickets on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. I also want to tell you that we're brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Props and parlays helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, the how, and the why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport, all for free. Visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. Pickswise backs responsible gambling. If you know someone, you know, you want or that needs help, call 1 800 Gambler. All right, here we go. Here we I'm excited go. about this lineup, man. I'm excited about these games on Thursday. I love it. And I'm very curious to see where you're going to start off at the quarterback spot. Well, I'll first say that I have a very balanced lineup this time. Yeah. You know, usually you couple, we have a couple high price guys, a couple low price dart throws. I will say my highest guy in this lineup is 6.9 K and my lowest is only five K. So mm. 
much more balanced than usual. Uh, you want me to do the honors at quarterback? Yeah. I hope we, uh, if we start out with the same guy, I'm going to be, I'm going to be bothered. <laughs> all right. Uh, look, I mean, uh, Dylan Gabriel is a beast and I'm sure he's going to have a nice day, but I'm not spending up for the most expensive quarterback in this slate in the same game. I want to go with Boise's Hank Bachmeyer <laughs> up against the UCF pass defense that finished 121st in the nation a year ago, giving up 300 yards per game. I think when Bachmeyer is healthy, he plays well. Yeah, and uh, I have the same quarterback. So, son of, son of a uh, pretty easy read, I think. Here, I mean, yeah, your only fear is like if he struggles. Jack Sears was very good last year for them as well, but I, yeah, think, I think Sears is banged up. Well, and then you, you have Boise State switching to the air raid, which I think is only going to make Bachmeyer stronger. Um, I, I think that like Bachmeyer, if anything, he I thought this guy was an unbelievable passer now. I thought that pro offense kind of, you know, hurt him a little bit now, now switching to this, where he's going to be throwing a lot more. I love it. And I think it's, there's going to be a ton of points in this game. So give me Bachmeyer 6,500. All right. Well, uh, do you have a quarterback in your super flex? I do. Why don't we just do that now? I'm going to take it to Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> you too. You yeah. too. Great minds think alike, buddy. Eastern Washington, Eric Barrier. This guy, the last time we had a football season, but valued at fifty two hundred dollars. This guy had uh, the last time we had a full football season, thirty one touchdowns, four interceptions, threw for thirty seven hundred yards, fifty nine percent completion percentage. Also ran for almost six hundred yards and eight scores. This guy is a uh, all first team FCS quarterback uh, coming into this or preseason. Um, and UNLV is not very good. So I, and I even think if UNLV wins this game, cause the one flaw for Eastern Washington is that run defense. And I think UNLV will have opportunities to run straight down the, the line against uh, Eastern Washington, but Eastern Washington's offense is going to put up points on, uh, on, uh, on, on the running rebels. I believe that. So give me uh, Eric Barriere. What else do you want to say right. about him? No, I mean, I would just say that, you know, usually I wouldn't recommend playing an FCS quarterback against an FBS opponent, but let's be honest, this is UNLV here. And you know, that Eastern Washington, that high powered passing offense, he's going to get like 40 to 50 attempts. Yeah. And I'd be surprised if he hasn't cracked 300 yards and the price point is the really, I mean, a 5.2 K it's crazy. So it's, it's very rare that my two quarterbacks combined are what like less than 12 K. Um, but I guess we're on the same page here. Maybe we need to get a third person in the booth here to have you know, <laughs> some differences, but yeah, those are my two quarterbacks. I feel great not spending a lot for them. Cause I think that they both can have, you know, very solid games. Yeah. Uh, so then I'm going to let you then lead the way then on the running back spot. I'm going to take you to my boy from Boone, Cameron peoples, 6.9 K the most expensive guy tied with one receiver. Um, you know, I'll fade the, the, the bad rushing defense of ECU. Uh, they gave up well, they were, they finished 98th in the country last year at rush defense, gave up over 200 on the ground. Last time we saw peoples, the last game last, uh, you know, last year against North Texas, he ran for over 300 yards and five touchdowns. He's, I don't expect that again, but uh, I do expect a nice game from peoples. Well, and I believe the other backup is injured, right? So yes, he's going to uh, get they, they kind of have a, 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 a three headed monster there. So I do like um, Nate Knoll, the other running back. He's, you know, they're, they're both listed as co-starters on the depth chart. 
but I think it's pretty clear that Cameron Peoples is the number one guy. So I'm just hoping that Noel doesn't vulture, you know, too many carries from. Yeah, um, that's a that's an interesting play there. I think ECU is probably going to shut down that run attack, and he'll probably have ten <laughs> yards rushing. So. Uh, I see what you're doing there. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just glad there's some differences between our lineups. Who you got? Who's your top running back? Uh, my top running back value wise is I'm I'm just quickly pulling up, uh, making sure I'm getting his first name correct here. Um, but I, I'm going to take you to yes, I believe so. I believe so. Come on, this this website. Uh, Charles Williams, running back UNLV. I just hit on this. What was Eastern Washington's flaw? They gave up like a thousand yards rushing in the playoffs to North North Dakota State, and North Dakota State couldn't pass the ball. They knew the run was coming; they couldn't stop it. This run defense for Eastern Washington is its biggest liability. So I expect UNLV to pound the rock to Charles Williams, who uh, you know had 495 yards a season ago, 4.3 yards a rush, four scores. I think that's the play you do right there. And uh, not bad. And I mean, he seems to be firmly entrenched as their number one guy getting, you know, almost 20 carries a game. Uh, you know, he, what he ran for almost 150 last time out against Hawaii. So I did not roster him, but that play does make a lot of sense. Also receptions wise, uh, the third leading reception, like, th- okay. The top receiver a, a, a year ago, Kyle Williams got 35 catches uh, on the season, S- short season. Second was the tight end. Noah being with 14. Well, Charles Williams had 13. So he's pretty much the second leading receiver on the team. So that is my angle. Take me to the death start. Who's your second running back there. All right. Uh, you know, my, I'm going to stay it. I'm going to stay in the state of North Carolina. I'm going to go Zonovan Knight for the Wolfpack at 6.1 K. I'm expecting a big season from him this year. And that's going to start up against a USFD. That was actually worse than ECUs. They finished 106th in the country last year, also giving up well over 200 yards per game. And yeah, the, the NC state offensive line, you know, four starters back, this running game is going to go off. Uh, they also kind of have a two headed monster there with, with Ricky person. But um, again, Zonovan Knight is more one a and at 6.1 K I like to play. I had Zonovan Knight originally penciled in and I thought, man, with their dual quarterback or their dual running backs. And then the fact that, uh, you know, they might be up a lot. It, it scared me away a little bit. So um, I, that's when I went and, and found myself a, uh, this running back here and people, you might not know him. Top Juco recruit Tyon Evans coming to Tennessee. They play Bowling Green. If one thing I remember about Bowling Green's run defense, it's the worst maybe in all of college football. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to take a shot. I know it's Josh Heupel who likes to get cute with things, doesn't commit to the run enough, in my opinion. But I still think for 5,600, he could easily have 100 yards in the first quarter. Yeah. My problem with Tennessee is that they have a a handful of running backs and we're not quite sure who's going to be the lead dog. Um, And I I guess the same argument that you said against NC state could be the same for Tennessee. They might be up big. Um, I wasn't sure who was going to get most of the carries there. Isn't that a good thing? Like if if I, like to me, I was like, I don't know if he's going to start or not, but I can tell you this, they're going to be up by a lot of points. Probably going to be the case with NC state. But I know Zonovan Knight is is the man, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they might be experimenting with with trying to say is Evans our guy. Yeah, especially if they're up big, they're going to get lots of guys touches. So your guy's going to get touches. It just 
I was just scared off from the whole Tennessee backfield just because you know, first year head coach, and we're not really sure who's going to be, you know, one A there. They're going to score um, points though, dude. So there's oh, going to be course, opportunity for fantasy value. I certainly don't hate the play. I'm just yeah. stating my case as to why I avoided that uh, backfield. There you go. All right. Well, hit us with your second running back then. All right. Well, no, I already did, man. That's that's both of them. That's oh, people's yeah. yeah, son yeah. of the night. So let me get you to my top price receiver. And this is going to be a stack with Boise's Bachmeyer. I'm going to take uh, Khalil Shakur for 6.9K. Ding, ding, I, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to get pieces of this game. There's going to be a lot of offense. Yeah. I was once kind of similar to Tennessee's backfield. I, I wasn't sure who the top pass catcher is going to be for UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got a couple guys returning and they got some new guys. Is that Craig Myers comes over from Auburn? I think the the Boise receiver corp is a little bit more settled. And that's why I settled. Uh, that's why I went with Shakir to stack up with Bachmar. I like it. I like it. And uh, all right. Well, my top receiver was uh, well, value wise was Shakir as well. Oh no, 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 it wasn't. Because in the flex, I have uh, I have Garrett Wilson of Ohio State at seventy five hundred. Gotcha. I actually, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm going to reveal my hand a little bit here. I, I took Alave and Wilson. I just feel like those receivers are too good, and they're yeah. If if I think Minnesota is going to make this a game, which means Ohio State's going to have to open up the offense. Um, I think uh, they're both going to get over 100 yards. <laughs> I you know I was messing around with that, and through one of my drafts, I also rostered both Buckeye receivers. I settled on Olave because he's a little bit cheaper, and I I I, w- I went away from Wilson. But I mean, you can't be this guy's going to be playing on Sundays. Can't go wrong there. I love Olave because he seems like every year he's underpriced. And I, I just roster the hell out of him yeah. because you know, Wilson's more of the big play threat, a lot of a little bit more uh, possession, but the dude is going to every, every week he brings it. And he all, he always has at least a solid stat line, but you really can't get wrong with, with either Buckeye. I I agree. Um, so that uh, actually, let me tell you the college football experience is brought to you by prize picks. Yes. Turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. My favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy. And it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will, you know, they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win up to 10 times your money. Price picks is the only way I pick. Use the promo code SGP to receive a hundred percent instant deposit match for up to a hundred dollars. That's prize picks promo code SGP. I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by Paramount Plus. Yes, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primero Division. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but there's a lot of great soccer out there. You can watch it all, plus much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi. Mbappe, Ronaldo, be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. I also want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by Odds Crowd. If you haven't downloaded the Odds Crowd app, then you are missing out, people. There's over $30,000 in cash prizes up for grabs across both season long and weekly contests on the NFL and college football. And the, you better believe the boys here at SGPN 
are all taking part. So you can, you can try to claim bragging rights over us. You're going to lose, but I'm saying you're going to you try, <laughs> right? Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you, you track your, your bets against real odds and lines, much like uh, you would with any tracking app, the most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. Uh, and odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contest. It's a social app for sports betters. free to download. You can, you can live group chat with other betters. track, track your bets. I mean, it's really, you can set up private fantasy contests with your buddies and much, much more. I mean, so download the app for free or go to uh, oddscrowd.com today and also get the SGPN app guys. The SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. That's us. Yes. The app uh, gives you easy access to all of our picks where NC Nick just went six and one six and one ATS in the seven week zero games. You also get all of our podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. So I got one player left. How many players do you have left? I got two. So you go first. I did, I did not have both Buckeyes. All right. I'm going to take it back to Raleigh. I'm going to go receiver for 6.5 K a Mecca Amizi. I know you like this guy. Yeah, I, I played him a lot. Him. I played him a lot last go. year. He's a, and he's a know, baller. He is. He is. Uh, yeah, I think he's like six, four, six, five, you know, big, uh, especially big target in the red zone. Um, and I, I went back last year to see the games where Devin Leary played, and in those four games, Amizi led the Wolfpack in receiving, and three of them had a couple nice outings. I think against this suspect USF defense, I think he can have another good game and at least find the end zone once. There you go. Uh, well, I'm going to take you back to to the Death Star. I told you, Kyle Williams had 35 receptions. The closest other receiver is 14 and 13. This guy is their offense. And I can tell you this Eastern Washington gives up points. Kyle Williams is uh, I think the best player on this UNLV team. Give me Kyle Williams in, in this play here. They also occasionally will run him a little bit and watch him in the, for a couple little reverses, jet sweeps. Um, give me Kyle Williams plus 5,400 or I'm sorry at 5,400. Um, I just think there's this game. I think Eastern Washington could win this game. I think this is going to be the flaw is Eastern Washington's defense. So I think this is going to be like a 47, 45 game. Uh, but I think there's tons of value. I understand these teams. Like you think, Oh, UNLV shit. They are shit, but they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're a ton, there's a ton of opportunity. They're going to score points in this game. Cause Eastern Washington's sure. defense isn't good enough. So I right. think this is a fantasy like this in the UCF Boise. I think you have uh, potent- potential just to have all out performances. I mean, I guess you could make the case that maybe Tennessee with, I, that's what I was going to say too. I want to preface it by, by saying that like, if you don't feel comfortable with Bachmeyer, then I like the Joe Milton angle. I'm going to sure. turn in two lineups. One with Joe Milton. Cause I, b- b- we see Bowling Green's defense has been horrible for years. Yeah. Yeah. And Milton was named the starter recently. So, you know, he's at least, I mean, he might not play the whole game because it might be a blowout, but even if he only plays a half, he should be able to get and, his and, in and, that half. And Hypo had a top 10 offense at UCF. He had some success at Missouri with his offense. So I, I do think that offense is going to put up points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my last guy um, back to the death star again, a receiver, but on the better passing attack, I'm mm. going with Eastern Washington stack here. Talolo Limu Jones for 5K. I mean, this dude had a, some monster games in the spring. How about 10 catches for 154 yards and two touchdowns versus UCD? Like you it. Know, seven for 147 against Cal, Cal Poly. 
I understand UNLV is an FBS defense, not you know UCD or Cal Poly, but still. But yeah, UC Davis is solid though. UC Davis yeah. is a solid program. They were in the playoffs back in nineteen, so that wasn't that long ago that they were Dan Hawkins, you know, longtime FBS coach. So I, I do think they're solid. But yes, I, I like this play. I right. almost yeah, went. So I almost went with this. I like having uh, you know a quarterback receiver stack in both of the games you just mentioned, the Boise UCF and the UNLV Eastern Washington. And if you're looking at a sharp angle, some people might be scared away of that UNLV Eastern Washington game just because they they're not familiar with the players, you know. But you're right; it could be a lot of fantasy points in that game. I mean, I I would be willing to bet um, that that game. I would be shocked if I know it's a. You could say, oh. First game jitters. <laughs> maybe, maybe they come out a little bit, you know, slow, but I still think you look at back at, at the previous seasons with Barry Air. I mean, they're putting up monster numbers, uh, and they're giving up monster numbers. I mean, look at this. They gave up forty two to uh to Idaho State. You know what I mean? Like so I, I think th- and they, they won that game. So that my point is is like they gave up thirty one. I mean, this is a team that's gonna give up points. Um, and they're also gonna put up points. So I, I really like this play for anyone in this game. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to follow your lead and maybe find a spot for Charles Williams, a UNLV running back, because that that makes a ton of sense. I think that's a good call on uh, on your part. So I, I might find a way to squeak him in. If not this lineup, a lineup, you know, one of the many. I'll I'll turn in. I mean, look look at what they gave up for uh, 47, 31, 49, 35, 35, uh, 48. 21. Then, then uh, they gave up 34. They gave up 38, four, uh, 41, 46. I mean, this team, and this is with an FCS schedule, they're going to, they're going to give up a ton, a shit ton of points. And then uh, I don't care if it's UNLV that struggled all last year. That was winless. Uh, maybe East, I think Eastern Washington could win this game. I think there's a solid chance they win this game because I, they have a winning pedigree and Eric Barrier is a difference maker. However, I do expect this to be a, a, just a great game for DFS plays. So stay tuned to that Thursday night at the death star NC Nick. What else do you want to say here? What, what do we got when we saw, when we're getting out of here? you want to say anything else? Uh, I, I like the, is there any play besides Joe Milton that, that maybe you think, Hmm, I know you just touched on, you know, the UNLV run game potentially, but uh, any other ones that just stand out to say, you know, if you turn in two lineups, maybe you consider. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a shame that we none of us had, or neither of us had any got anybody from uh, UCF because UCF is going to put up points. You know it. Yes. If you can spend up for Dylan Gabriel, by all means, I'm not telling you not to. You know, um, and then uh, you know, I, I heard that that both UCF and Boise are going to put out their depth charts on Thursday. So maybe you pay attention to a, a receiver on Central Florida. Keep, keep uh, an eye on Nate Craig Myers. He was once yeah. at Auburn uh, with. Uh, with Malzon, I could see right. him having a big day. I was playing around with him. I, I couldn't find a spot for him, but I think um, I think he's in, he's in like the mid five range, so he's affordable. And obviously, he's familiar with the head coach. See where he is on that depth chart. Um, so yeah, I think it makes sense to try to find some room for some for some uh, Central Florida guys too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, folks. Well, uh, uh, I want to tell you subscribe to the College Football Experience. This is part one of Week One's DFS show. Part two will be coming Thursday where we'll break down all of the Friday slate and the Saturday slate, maybe even touch base on a little bit of the Sunday slate. Uh, so stay tuned. 
Uh, we will have you covered. We also I'm breaking. We break down every game. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. Not only have, did we give you 130 college football podcasts, a solo podcast on each team. So if your team hasn't played yet, go listen to that. But we also handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. Been doing it for the past four years. Never had a losing season for each individual for each individual season. So none of us have had a season below 500. We're always above 500. So obviously as a collective, we're way over 500. You saw an NC Nick going six and one week one, boom ATS. I was four and three. So uh, getting it done as NC Nick, uh, but also subscribe to the college basketball experience. We have that feed going. We're going to talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all that for free on the SGPN app. Go grab that app for free in the app store or Google play store. Not only we get all of our free picks, you'll get our content and see Nick got writing tons of great articles, Terrell Furman, writing tons of great articles, all this great stuff. You'll get that. You'll get our guest podcast. We have, you know, Mike Leach on the show frequently. We have Jim McMahon on the show frequently. I mean, Bill Burr. So you'll get all of that stuff for free, right at, right at your fingertips. Go get the SGPN app. And when you do give us a five-star review, say some nice things about that app. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D we will send you a college experience t-shirt. Yes. Brand new, not from Patty C's closet, right at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick here, six and one ATS on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K and the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at DSGP network. Give them all a follow, follow away. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. A lot of fun there. It's like a house party of DJs just talking sports nonstop. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. Okay, folks, this is the college football experience week one DFS show for, for Wednesday and Thursday. You better start thinking about yours. Happy football season.